Hello my friend, welcome to Breakfast with Sergio. Thank you for watching here again. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to my channel. Please just go click here and subscribe to my channel so you can watch all the episodes of Breakfast with Sergio so you don't miss any of them. Monday, Wednesday and Fridays in the morning, you can check them out, always a new one. And what's in my plate today? Well, today I have uh, pancakes, which look delicious. I have uh, added to my pancakes walnuts. I have added also uh, blueberries, chia seeds, which I love, and a lot of cinnamon, which I also love quite a bit. So my friends, uh, today I wanna talk about how to improve your artist email newsletter. This is episode number 62, and I wanna talk about how to improve your artist email newsletter. A lot of artists say, Sergio, I know I gotta have um, you know email newsletters so I can send people, so I can tell them how I'm doing in my art career but often I don't know what to say, what to include in my newsletter. You know, there's only so much news that you can add and sometimes there are no news to share. So what else can I do in my email newsletter? Well, today, my friend, I wanna give you some tips, some ideas of what you can do, what you can include in your email newsletter. So here we go. Well, the first are two obvious things, right? You always wanna share your art. Uh, what's new in the studio? If you just completed a new work, well, that's, a, that's something to always share, right? Or if you have any news of a show that just ended, or a show that is up right now, or a show that is coming, or a residency program, or a jury show, whatever it is, you know, if you have a piece of news, of course, always share that. Now, beyond that, you know, those are the obvious things, but what happens when there's no news, or there's no finished work in the studio? What else can you do so you can still stay in touch with your people? The first thing you gotta remember, my friend, is that when you send an email, uh, don't think of it as marketing. Don't think of it about, okay, I'm sending a piece of marketing, you know, because then you're starting it wrong. You wanna think about, I'm sending a communication piece here. I'm sending a, a way of communicating with the people, with the person on the other side who's following me, who's in my newsletter, who loves my work, and uh, who, uh, you know, who will be receiving this email. Think about the other person on the other side. Don't think about it as marketing. Think about as a piece of communication. When you do that, then you start thinking about, okay, what do I want to communicate and how am I going to say it to them? So here's some ideas that you can do. For example, one thing that you can do in your next email newsletter, if you have no news to share, uh, you can go to your Instagram feed, look at uh, the past month, which one is your most viewed or your most liked image. And that's something you can include in your email newsletter. Say, hey, I wanna share with you uh, my most popular uh, post from the last month on my Instagram. And then you use that as a call to action. Hey, if you're not following me on Instagram, don't forget to follow me. Here's my hashtag, you know, I mean, here's my uh, Instagram name and a link and boom, they can follow you right in it. So you share what's, uh, you know, the, the most popular post and you use that as a call to action for people to follow you as well if they're not already following you on Instagram. So that's one thing you can do. Another one, you have heard me talk about, you know, writing your story in previous episodes of Breakfast with Sergio. What if you actually write your story? What if you actually um, not only write your story and post it on your Facebook, I mean, on your um, social media, Facebook, whatever, or also in your website, but what if you also include it in your email? Maybe you can do a whole email that is just your story, you know, how you became an artist. Make it short, make it sweet, make it concise, easy to read, and talk about, you know, how you became an artist. You know, everybody loves a good story, and so you can do that. Uh, another one, uh, you can select one work of art, doesn't have to be a new one, one work of art, and tell the story behind the work of art. Maybe there's a, a, a piece that is particularly special for you, maybe share why it's special for you, and then you share that. If it's still available for sale, 
then you can also use that as a call to action. Hey, this work is still available. Uh, hasn't found a good home. You know, check it out. So that's another thing that you can do in your email newsletter. Here's another one. You can do a giveaway. You can do a giveaway. For example, you can say, hey, the first five people to reply to this email will receive a four by six uh, signed uh, small print from me. And you send me your, your mailing address and I'll mail it out to you. You know, that is another thing you can do. And also invites engagement because people will, you know, if they are interested, they will reply. So that you can use that also to start conversations. Don't you say, hey, you won. Give me your address, thank you so much. But start a conversation, hey, how you doing? Haven't heard from you in a while, and so on. Even people have that reply and do not get the price, you also want to engage in conversations. You know, they, they, Again, think about your email newsletter as a communication device, not just as a marketing piece. Uh, what's on my easel? That's another one. You know, Think about you know people like behind the scenes, what's in the studio, just show them, tell them what's behind, this, what's in, happening in the studio, what you're working on. You know, that's another a good thing to you can include in your email newsletter. Um, what's uh, available work that's for sale right now, that, that is available in your studio? A lot of times we think that people will automatically assume that what they see in the website is available or that is for sale. You know, you have to be intentional. So uh, you can write a whole email campaign with maybe five, six words that are available right now. Uh, and then that's your call to action. You know, click to find more, to learn more, to learn how to acquire this work and so on how to add it to your collection. So that's another another one. Uh, a recent travel, maybe you, over the summer, you travel somewhere and maybe you took some pictures and uh, maybe uh, that's kind of inspiring some of the work that you're doing next. Hey, you know, do an email newsletter that tells a little bit about your travels, include some pictures. Hey, you know, uh, this summer I traveled to whatever, to Greece, for example, and, and these are some of the places that I love the most. and. Um, have you been there before? Let me know, you know, always engage in conversation. If you just make it into a marketing piece that's just announcements, then don't expect people to engage with you. You know, if you want the engagement of the person on the other side, if you want them to actually read your emails more often, then invite conversations. That's always very important. Uh, another one, you know, and this is one that I've done as well, is uh, ask them a question. You can ask, if you think of it as conversation, Questions are part of conversations. You can ask your readers of your email, your subscribers, a question. I have done this before. I have sent an email where I only asked one question and I said, hey, um, would you mind telling me what is it that you like about my work? And that was the whole email. So I have one question for you. What is it that you like most about my work? And that was the only thing that was on that email. Very important that you always have a call to action, right? If you ask people to do too many things, like follow me on Instagram, follow me here, um, buy this work, Answer this question, you know, there's too many things people will just not do it. But if you always have at least one call to action, you're most likely to get better results. So uh, you can ask a question, you know, any question that you want to ask your your, your uh, readers, um, you know, you can ask them and if you make that your call to action and, and make that the purpose of your email, I'm sure you're gonna get some good responses. Um, also, don't take it too seriously. Sometimes, you know, you want to make your image letter way too serious. Sometimes make it fun, you know, include a, a give, a funny picture or something like that. People enjoy some of those things as well. Uh, again, it will just spice up your email as well. And always again, last one, always have a call to action. Like I said, for always have a call to action. What do you want people to do when they receive your email? Uh, what is the call to action that you have for them? So my friends, that's it. You know, just a few tips to in improve in your artist email newsletter that you send out. I hope you're still sending those out. Email still is important, even though social media, you know, is kind of like the way in which interaction happens. Email is still there. 
if people care for you, they will care for your emails. Now, if you just add people without asking them to be in your email newsletter, then don't expect uh, that people will be reading your emails uh, because they never asked for them. You just spitting them out to them. So uh, if you want to always have good engagement, you should only add uh, to your list people who want to be in it, not just anyone who just gives you a card or any email that you find around, which unfortunately a lot of people do. So thanks my friends. Thank you for watching Breakfast with Sergio. And again, if you haven't subscribed to my channel yet, make sure that you click down here somewhere on the desk where you can subscribe to my channel and don't miss any of the episodes of Breakfast with Sergio. Thanks for watching. Follow me on Instagram also at Sergio Gomez Projects. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Thank you.